Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Steve is not with us today for this podcast. We decided to do a girls podcast. So uh, thank you, Andy. And um, today I would like to introduce to you Danelle Miller's uh, daughters. And we are going to take this podcast and we're going to dedicate this time to her. So um, welcome Leah Miller and Jessica Jackson. And um, thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) I feel like we have done this once before. We had a little technical um, problems, but um, we're going to get through it, aren't we? (laughs) We're going to do this one (laughs) more time. (laughs) Yes, I am too. Thank you for being here again. And um, so, anyway, first of all, I I want you to tell a little bit about yourself. So, if Jessica, you can go first and just tell a little bit about you, and um, and then we'll go from there. I'm Jessica. I'm I'm married. I have two kids. I'm. I am a nurse. Yay! <laughs> and I just stay busy raising our boys, living on our ranch, and working. Awesome. And yeah. you are how old? I'm 27. You're 27. <laughs> I'm 27. Oh my gosh. I know. I have a she birthday te- tomorrow too. So I'm like, yeah. And she teases me all the time. I'm almost 30. Oh, and I'm like, gosh, you're I'm like, like barely. Like, like almost. Give me a couple <laughs> more years. <laughs> Don't rush it, Leah. <laughs> 27. Okay, yeah, 27. 27. Okay, Leah, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I'm Leah. I'm 16. I'm a junior in high school. I go to Napomo. And I just play sports, basketball, volleyball, track, and yeah. Awesome. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we did talk a little bit last time just about the age difference. Um, I can relate to that because I have younger sisters, very young sisters, and they have young families. And um, it's it's a cool relationship. One thing that I love about it is because of everything that I've been through. The kids help me so much to, when I have those bad days, I always go over there and spend time with them. And, um, it's, it's a little bit different at the beginning because you haven't lived with her in quite, quite some time. (laughs) So kind of go over that little relationship, uh, with me and walk me through that just for a minute. Cause how old were you when she moved out? Um, you were, I was like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. Because she yeah. moved. Yeah. I moved yeah, I was out young. when I was 18. Mm-hmm. You so moved was, out when you yeah, were 18. I, yeah. So you were eight. Yeah. And so I always tease her that she isn't the only child because I right. was there for 10 years. That's right. Before <laughs> but her. she definitely acted like the only child. There were child. only like two only children. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you both had, you had your 10 years and now yeah. it's all about Leah. Yeah. yeah. And then I moved back um, down to the ranch. It's been three years. Okay. Tell me about that story because I know okay. that that was super special because they live on the same property together with mm-hmm. the grandma and then your mom and dad. Yep. And then yes. you had just recently with, well, your mom was already diagnosed at that yeah, point. Yeah, she was diagnosed. So it's been three years. And so she <laughs> was battling for four. Um, so I just remember I was here at the ranch um, at some event. I cannot remember what Probably it is. Probably a it's 17 something. strong event. I want to say. Were, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And so I just remember telling my mom, I'm like, I'm going to be your neighbor. And she's like, what? What? <laughs> like, How'd you pull that off? <laughs> I was like, wait, your mom didn't talk to you about this? And so um, – I mean, everyone was just really excited. Um, I think Leah was the most excited to have me next door. Right. But um, it's just been great. And I just remember having the conversation with my grandma just pretty much begging her, like, please don't make me wait. Like, I just want to be back home with you guys. Like, I wanted to raise the boys at the ranch. I wanted to have quality family time and just get all those moments that I wouldn't get if I lived in town. Yep. 
That's so and true. It the past three years, like there, I would have traded for the world. Like it, oh, it was amazing. Everything absolutely. having the boys right next door to her, and also too, we my grand our grandpa passed away a year ago, so we got extra time with him. That's true. Doing family breakfast on Sundays, doing you know feeding the cows together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just even with her, just the boys got a lot of extra time. That's neat. I love hearing that because there is something to be said about living on a ranch and you grow up differently. Mm -hmm. You, you know, I remember just with Brian and Aaron, it was like they go to drive. They already have done that. You know, they they can really touch the pedals, you know, it was just a, just a given, you know, that's just what you did. And, um, yeah, it's really cool. I love that. I love those. You can't, you just have those great memories. So I love that. Yeah. And you did live. So let's talk about um, Papa Dick for a minute, because I know he's super special. And for everybody out there that doesn't know this, he um, worked at Farm Supply for a really long time. And mm-hmm. um, I, I he was just the face kind of a farm supply, really yeah. just always happy. And um, I always love going in there and, and saying hi to him. But um, you lost him a year ago. Is that right? Yeah, a year ago last June, I want to say. I, could, I think it was June. Right. And what exactly happened? Because it was just a sudden. Yeah, it was sudden. Um, I He had a lot of health problems. Okay. I don't know exactly. It was just really unexpected. Um, But, you know, he he got there first. Um, he did. So and there in... was something to be said about that because yeah. I know that his – he had a really hard time seeing your mom go yeah. through things. and. Yeah. He always would say, she's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. One of my dad's friends, um, when my mom passed away, called my dad and was like, Papa Dick went first to be there so he could. I thought that. Yeah, to be there to have my mom and be there for her. And he didn't want to see her That gives struggle. me chills. That gives yeah. me chills because I've thought the same exact thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, it was so sudden and so freak to me because yeah. I was like, I just, Steve had just seen him on Friday at Farm Mm -hmm. Supply, and um, we had called your mom and um, said, you know, he was having a hard time breathing, and and then he came home and said, I had a great day, you know, because he was prideful and didn't want anybody to say that, I had a really hard time breathing yeah. today or and whatever. And it was, it was just, like, so unexpected, too, because that his last day, he, like, was on the tractor for the first yeah. time in a while. He had a whole day with Katie, and they planted a tree, and they, he picked you up from school, right? He that picked day. me up from volleyball practice. That day. Like, it was yeah. a whole normal day. And it was weird because that same day, he, like, he never took the long way home, but that day when he picked me up from volleyball practice he took the longest way home did you tell him about it no I was just saying I was like why like why are we going this far and then we went home and he he said I got out of the car I love you love you and then like we went to a football game later that evening and then got the call like right when we got out of the car and then it was yeah, so he was, like, he was getting in the shower, getting ready for an I think an optimist meeting. Yeah, and then that's when he had passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is just so so crazy. But you yeah. know, God does things in in I don't want to say mysterious ways, but for a reason. For, and you don't mm-hmm. understand it here when we're living, and we don't understand it. But it's just so because after everything happened, I thought to myself. I know that I know that he had to be there first yeah. and just to 
yeah. for his peace of mind, you know, yeah. and yeah. he just thought this is just not going to happen, you know, yeah. and I do know that I think, well, I felt like he was more embarrassed to wear those, um, you know, the oxygen. Yeah. He didn't like that. Oh, he, he like, hated, hated that. that. Yeah. And I would tell him you need to wear it. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't like that. One. I don't like that. Come yeah. on. <laughs> because he wasn't wearing it the day that Steve saw him and he was having a hard time breathing. He goes, let me just put my oxygen on. I'll be fine. And, you yeah. know, Steve was a paramedic for a while. So he sat there and he was, you know, sat there for a while yeah. with him and just to make sure he was fine and yeah. felt comfortable and then he had called your mom and I just thought that was just super yeah interesting but we um he will always be remembered he will yeah. he'll never be forgotten yeah. he was um I just I loved him mm-hmm. I love him still so um I want to I just don't I wanted to make sure that we said something about Papa yeah. Dick because he's <laughs> awesome um but the other thing I wanted to talk about is because I don't honestly know this answer is how did you find out about your mom being diagnosed. So um, do you want to go first, Jessica? Okay, I'll go first. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so I worked at a Rio Grande hospital during the time when I found out she was diagnosed, and I was pregnant with Kierce, and so I was on light duty. And so I ha- was doing um, work in the back office, gotcha. and so I just remember Montisa had called me, and she, I could tell she was crying, so I knew it wasn't going to be, like, good. So I, like, started freaking out. And did you then, talk to Montisa on a regular basis, or did like, you know that that was going to be a... We're important events and stuff. Sure. Like, you know, we do check in with each other, but, like, it was, like, random in that week where I was, like, oh, gosh. <laughs> like, and you know. And she's your godmother. Yeah, and she's my godmother, too, so we have a good <laughs> oh, relationship. There you go. Yeah. I didn't really know that. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I just remember her saying, like, um you know, um, has your dad called you? And I was like, no, she's like, okay, well, um, I just wanted to let you know, this is what's going on. I don't want you to freak out. She's going to be okay. Uncle Brian's taking care of her. She has a good team taking care of her. So it was like really calming and like positive. Gotcha. And then during the whole time, like we, I never talked to my mom about it and we, she always just knew we were there because she didn't like to talk about it, but it, um, yeah, it that I just remember that moment of getting that phone call. And so, what <laughs> what was it like when you saw your mom for the first time? I just remember I couldn't. I did. I tried to like avoid seeing her for a couple hours because I was like a hot mess, right? And I didn't want her to see like my emotions because I was just like a wreck, and I wanted to like hold it together for it's her. It's hard to process something so big like that. Yeah, and to and everybody processes things differently, and so you're like, I need to stay away for. Yeah, and so I just know. remember. I think my dad came over my kitchen. There's a lot of times in my kitchen crying with my dad, but just crying and you know just trying to process everything and yeah. Um, yep. And then when I saw her, I had it together where I just gave her a hug and we just brought the boys over, told her we love her. And yep. then from her, I mean, she was positive. She was so positive. I was like, okay, am I like so like emotional? Because <laughs> right. she was so positive where she was like not scared at all. Like she's got this. And I'm like sobbing and yeah. she's like, nope, I got this. Exactly. We're going to do this. Exactly. I remember too, the first time that she called me. Um, well, I remember where I was at, what I was doing, everything that, that, you know, she had called, she had called me, um, before she had went to the doctor cause she knew it wasn't going to be good. And, um, I just prayed with her and just tried to, um, be as positive as I could. And then I finally got the news with Montisa. She called me yeah. so, um, and said that, you know, what it was. And, um, but tell me the first time that you found out Leah. Um, I found out in our kitchen, like Jessica. that must be the same yeah, yeah. um the meeting my, place yeah. yeah with my dad it was like late at night I think I come home from like a practice or something because I was starting seventh grade and okay we had sports going on but 
I remember it being later. My mom was in bed, and um, he basically just sat me down and was like, your mom has, like, cancer, and I just asked, like, is she going to be okay? And he was just trying to explain it to me the best he could without scaring me because this whole time, like, nobody really told me anything because I was young through a lot of it. And yeah. if I wanted to know something, I would go to my sister and she'd tell me, but she didn't know anything either. So it was like, yeah, because my mom just wanted to protect us and make sure that we were okay. Right. And um, But, yeah, I was sat down in the kitchen and then just my dad hugged me and I cried. And then I went to um, my mom's bedroom and we just, I laid in bed with her and just hugged her and told her I loved her. And yeah. Yeah. That's hard, but probably the best thing you could do. The best thing that you can do because, and she fought. That's That's the best thing. She did. She fought hard and she fought long. But you're right. She had the best attitude. She had the best positive uplifting attitude that she's like the strongest person I know mm-hmm. and that I was <sighs> sorry <laughs> I know I'm trying to hold it because <laughs> yeah, when I cry I cry <laughs> yeah I know and there's certain things that just trigger things and it's and you never know you mm-hmm. know and that's the thing that's it's so hard but one thing I want to talk about a little bit is that he has um, tissues right there <laughs> Thank you. You're so nice. I'm, they're coming in. Do you need some? Yeah, I need one. Um, one thing I did want to talk about a little bit is one of it, to me it was it was uh, bittersweet almost because she um, called and I think I might have told you before, but whenever she didn't get a hold of me, I had this horrible habit of putting my phone on you know vibrate or you know just silent basically, and so she'd call Steve immediately. And sometimes I would think, oh, my, I would hold my breath. Like, I don't know what she's going to say. I don't know what she's going to do. And um, this was one of those times. So I didn't get to my phone in time. And she, um, she called Steve right away. And we literally held our breath for a minute because she would call and tell Steve, you know, this and this happened or it came back and this is the treatment or blah, yeah. blah, blah. And um, at this particular moment, she's like, I'm going to be a yaya. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh. And we both just like a sigh of relief. Like she was so excited that Jessica was going to have another baby, but it was twins. twins. It was twins. twins. And she was so excited. She's like, and it's twins. She just was so excited about this whole thing. So walk me through that whole process because it was a process. (laughs) So that was, um, this last June, July actually. Okay. And I found out I was pregnant and the doctor didn't confirm twins, but we just knew it because there were two sacks and yep. we had a video. We saw one baby and then the second sack and we saw the other one. Yep. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, we were so excited. And I just remember like telling my mom, like she knew I was pregnant okay. and then we had the ultrasound and I was like, there's, um, I'm pregnant with, um, a baby, but there's yeah. two. <laughs> she, called, like, she called what? me right away and she's like, did you talk to Jessica? I was like, No. And so then I like dialed, really freaked out. I dialed Jessica really fast, and Jessica or no, you called me. Yeah, I called you. And then I um, she told me, and then I called my mom back, and my mom was like freaking out, like freaking. Oh my she was God. so excited. And so then, um, I had an appointment. Um, I don't know how many. I think I was. I had an appointment when your follow up, mm-hmm. and then um, which because she said confirm. she wasn't going to confirm it. 
until yeah. the eight week mark or whatever yeah. it was. The and so um, I at eight weeks had the miscarriage. And so the way they were, the sacks were placed, um, I, I could pass it nat- naturally, but it would have taken like months. Oh. And I did not want to like sit around and wait for, you know, yeah. for everything to pass. And so I had a, um, a surgery done to a procedure to remove everything and heal. Um, so that was really devastating, but, um, I connected with a lot of, um, great women with my tribe. Ma. I started to just raise awareness and make it, um, to normalize talking about miscarriages because people don't talk about it. And That's I right. just remember like in the moment that feeling, I'm like, I do not wish this upon anyone. Cause yeah. it's like, who do you talk to? Because no one, no one knows how to like start a conversation or talk yeah. about it because it's just, it doesn't happen, but it does happen all the time. So yeah. I, um, you know, I've just connected with a lot of women who's helped me, you know, heal in the process. And, um, and tell me about that, the, it's, it, it's something that you started on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, I, right? I started on Instagram. It's Trimon. and it's just, again, raising awareness. And I started care packages. Yeah. Tell me about um, that. So it's just something for the doctor or someone at the hospital, a nurse to give to the woman that's had a miscarriage in that moment. And it's just that, like, it's I call it, like, a bag of hope. And so it just has, like, a journal, a pen, a bracelet made by a local woman. Um, I have a lady who also had miscarriages. She made a bunch of rainbow keychains that say Tribe on them. Oh, and then nice. just we're just filling it with, like, goodies. So they just, in that moment, have hope. And if they have children, the children also get a bag with a stuffed animal and a book. Oh, nice. And so the book is called um, – I we, we were supposed to have a baby, but we had an angel baby instead. And so, and that too is just like, cause for me, I struggled with like having a small bump cause I showed earlier. Yeah. Um, cause I was a surrogate earlier. So I just, and the two boys, so I showed super early. Right. And so I just had a bump and then coming home and then for my surgery, it was like, there was nothing. So it was yeah. like a, a trans, you know, I had to learn how to like adjust to that. Sure. And so it's just, and it's hard to explain to your kids. Very so hard. like to have that gift for that woman to give, you know, just to get that feeling away. Just yeah. To, like, you and know. then to have a book that they can, you know, read yeah. it to their kids and kind of walk them through that, you yeah. know, that this can happen. And yep. um, that's awesome. Yeah, I and, think that's so good. Yeah. And then a couple months later, we got the go and I was like, okay. And then I got pregnant again. And then again, had another miscarriage um, in September. That's very interesting. Yep. In September. And again, everyone was so excited. But and I so, do remember going back to the twins when you were pregnant with the twins, you had allowed your mom to tell everyone. Yeah. And she told everyone. everyone. She I was, was so yeah, excited. We were going to do a pregnancy announcement. She was announcing it. So she, she told would, everyone in town knew. Everybody knew. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. And I remember going over to your guys's house because there was a fire. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And Kirsch came up to me and nervous. said, my mommy has two babies in her yeah. tummy. And I'm like, I thought it was a secret. And yeah. he knew. Yeah, everyone knows. Everybody knew. Yeah. He was, yeah, was so that, that was that was really sweet. Yep. Super, super sweet. But I do love the um that you started just awareness because yeah. people don't talk about that and that's super interesting. And it's very mm-hmm. interesting too, because I was remembering a while ago, um, when your mom would talk to me about when she was pregnant with you. Mm-hmm. Which was super easy, obviously. And then when she was trying to get pregnant with Leah for like six years, yeah. mm-hmm. and then yeah. she had miscarriage after miscarriage yeah. after miscarriage, and she's like, yep. oh, "She, oh you're yeah. yes." And so you, that's why she's so spoiled. That, well, of course, <laughs> of course, she waited six years yeah. to have this child. That yeah, yeah, looks just like her dad, by the way. And um, oh yeah, and again, that that I can totally relate to because yeah. I'm blonde hair, blue eyes, and I have a Italian mom that looks very Italian. So it's yeah. very interesting when you're out and about, especially when you're younger, and you're yeah. like, "That's your mom," and I'm like, "Yes, that's yeah. my mother." <laughs> yeah, I guess that your sister, and I'm like, 
Mom loved that. Yes, of course. Of course I'm her sister. Yes, of course not. Yes, because you look just like your mom and she looks like her dad. Mm-hmm. I love that, though, because I can I can so relate. And she's um, – that's awesome. But um, Okay, so we talked a little bit about your grandfather. We talked a little bit about your mom's diagnosis. We talked um, about the miscarriage. I would like to talk a little bit more about um, – when things got really bad, that was probably uh, the Monday before Christmas is mm-hmm. what I want to say, is yeah. when you took her to the hospital. Yeah, I took her in um, the Sunday before Christmas. It was a Sunday. Um, it was it was like 3 to 5 in the morning, somewhere in there. My dad just calls me, and I'm like, I was like, what? Like, what? What's Why is he call- Why like, freaked out, me? like, in panic, you know? You never like those calls. Yeah. And so your mom's um, not feeling well. I need you to take her to the ER. And I was like, okay. So I I like threw on stuff, grabbed my laptop for work. And I just got in the car. I remember her getting in there and she was just like hunched over. You can tell she was like uncomfortable. Sure. And I just remember like rubbing her back and just, I didn't want to talk too much because she was, I didn't know if she was nauseous, what was going on. So I just like, just told her like, you know, just, you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I just remember like praying for her the entire drive to AG. And then it seems like hours sometimes when minutes oh go gosh. by hours. You feel I got like, there so fast. <laughs> isn't that crazy? It well, like you're forever. three in the morning, yeah. yeah, four in the morning, whatever yeah. it is. And so um, it the hardest thing that I think that that with the drive and dropping her off, it's so different that, you know, I feel like COVID did affect it is that usually when someone you take to the ER, you can go sit and be by their side. Absolutely. And I just remember like just giving her a hug and just at the ER door and just saying like, I'm not leaving until you want me to leave. Like I'm going to, we're going to be in the parking lot. Cause I had Jana come and sit with me and I was like, I'm going to be here right. and I'm not leaving. And then just had to like retell her, like, I'm not leaving. You're not alone because it's just such a different experience. Like them. So I know you, they have nurses that are amazing. I don't leave their side, but it's different when you have your family. Oh, a hundred percent. That's COVID is just, it's made every, I mean, you need yeah. that advocate back there yeah. and you need that person to, to be by you. It's, yeah. It's and so different. I just remember like just texting her saying like, we're out here, we're here for you. Do you need anything? Like, you right. know? And so yeah, I just went from there. That is, um, and, um, Leah, where were you? You tell me about your because you had a little bit of different experience because yeah. you were tested positive for COVID. Or yeah, something. I was. I tested positive, so I was in our trailer, our camping trailer, and um, then my dad came in the morning and told me that mom was in the hospital, and so it. I just didn't think of it. I thought she just wasn't feeling good. I just I didn't know anything, and um, they didn't want to tell me everything because I was alone in the camping trailer and. Oh God. So well, but, we didn't know the extent of everything yeah. either. Okay. Um, but yeah. while she was in all her pain and in the hospital, and she still texted me and asked, "How are you? Are you feeling okay?" Like, cause uh. yeah. Um. But we just oh, I couldn't go see her for the longest time. They tried to get me in, but I couldn't see her because I had to get retested until I was negative and, um. So me and my mom just tried to, I tried texting her, but it was very slow because, and I just, every night, good night, I love you, good morning, I love you, and then the I um, when she asked me how I was, I was like, I'm fine, like, how are you, and she said, I'll be home tomorrow, and that was the last thing she said to me. Yeah. Anyway, um, so on... 
so during the week because we didn't know like the extent of everything. Of everything. So we just had found out she just like she was like, Oh, it's you know, I have severe colitis. And right. so with it, that who's telling you that the doctor, uh, the doctor cause the I was time? yeah because I have nurses there that I know too so I'm sure. like just calling we're all communicating and and also um, let's go back too because people that don't know Montisa oh, also oh, yeah. works in the in the mm-hmm. hospital and yeah. she's she was able to go say hi to her okay. and then Uncle Brian went and saw her um but um so she had her the severe colitis so it was like that is mm-hmm. something we you know we can give medicine for and sure get better so we all we didn't know what was you know and then it was just like. Every because she asked us, I told her in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you everything that I know because I, you know, I it's everything changes yeah, totally, and so and, and it changes quickly. And I mean, when they tell you that you're living one day at yeah. a time, it's yeah. hourly sometimes and afternoon yeah. time, and it's mm-hmm. it's hard, yeah, like just getting through that afternoon to getting through that morning, yeah, it's and, it's not easy. So, yeah. and I just remember like everything was just changing, and then it was like, um. I just remember, re- like, with the nurse reading the scan, and, like, then her heart rate went up, and just certain things in ICU, and then she's being transferred to Mary in ICU, and just, like, right. it, mm-hmm. all my and support. And this is all and, a matter of, like, a week? Not yeah, even. This was, um... She got transferred to Marion On Thursday. The on Christmas, Christmas Day. day. And so, at 2 a.m. Yeah. in the morning is when yeah, we got so, the call. Yeah, so we... So it was um, Sunday to Thursday... Um, at AG and then Thursday to Sunday at Marion. Um, but Christmas is when, um, Christmas morning we went there. Um, what time was it? It was early. It was like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. We get there and we, she actually got to walk by the door and see her, but, um, she was on life support and we were just, she was being transported. So then we all drove down to uh, Marion. Um, but we, we tried and thankfully we got her tested and, um, she was negative. We joke and say she didn't even have COVID. I know, gosh, right? but know. Um, she was able to, um, you know, see her and um, through the window. Yeah, through the window. When she got home, when she was able to come home, um, I got to be with her a lot too. Yeah, she came home on the nice. hospice on Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and she was home for a few days. Yeah, she was. We got so her you for were able three to. Days, so she was yeah. around family, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what she would have wanted. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah, it's not we easy. Got to snuggle her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely, yeah. yeah um, it's it's not an easy thing period but that's what i believe being around family and friends mm-hmm. and yeah. um that's the way it should be um yeah. and and just leaving them and, and i think it under the covid situation makes everything harder with this yeah. you know just you know we were really thankful to have her at home those past you know those days just to take care of her and like the support we had was like amazing that's and it's so a good. lot too and i I got emotional about it because, like, I don't know how people without a support system do it by themselves. That's another thing we need to talk about, too, is that you do have a huge support system. Mm -hmm. And um, I I, I don't even know. Like, it's it's a bond that nobody (laughs) can ever replace. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to to describe it because these are people that have rallied around you. But Mm -hmm. you were born... Are you the oldest? Okay, so, yeah, so we have a group. So we have uh, me and Lacey, like, we're the oldest ones. Okay. And then we have all of the little siblings, like, all of them. And, she, and, and Leah's the youngest. <laughs> She's the youngest. Out of the group. Yeah, and yes. so it's a great story because it's, like, generations. So, like, the grandparents and then our parents and then us. Yes. And then, like, I'm the only one that has kids right now. But it's just, like, a, I don't know. It's, like, our tribe, and it's so it amazing is. because – 
like all of our parents have each other and then the grandparents and then all of us and there's I think there's 11 of us but there's all the girls and then Michael and Jace yeah (laughs) (laughs) well in our boys but yeah yeah there we call all girls and then there's like two girls in like each family like it's like two like kids in each family because it's It's Jamie, Lacey, Hannah, Bryn. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's like like two girls when we get together. (laughs) But we call each other sisters and like they all, we all are sisters. But they just like this group, I mean we have so many friends and family but like they're just our sisters. Absolutely. And they like, we don't even need to tell them to come over. They just show up and like. And that's because you don't yeah. know what you need sometimes. Yeah. But you do know that you need something. Yeah. And just for them to show up, that's yeah. like exactly what the doctor ordered. Yeah. Like, that is what I need in this moment, right? Yeah. Now. And they know, like, too, because. Like, we just didn't know what we need. Like, we don't, I can't don't. even, like, they didn't, function. Yeah, they didn't even, like, text us, like, what do you need? They just showed up and, like, brought like, whatever they, whatever. Like, they're yeah. holding your laundry. They, yeah, they come and spend the night with me or, yeah. like, they yes. were there at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's right. at yeah, and AG. Lacey, yeah. They, they just know to be there and, like, yeah. they don't ask, like, how are you? Because they know. They know. They just know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and those are really the true friends that you have yeah. that you mm-hmm. can rally or that rally around you that understand you and you yeah. can open up to them when mm-hmm. you know when you're ready yeah, you know yeah. or whatever if you're having a bad day or something triggers you yeah. they're not gonna you know make yeah. you talk about it they're gonna yeah. make you you know they just want you to feel comfortable and loved and yeah. supported and yeah. that there's something so special about that yeah and so Lacey special. she was like she was just so amazing too with the process with everything but when my mom was home, or our mom, I say my, um, on hospice. Because she feels she's the only child. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years. Because um, I, she would stay stay up with her, and then we had, like, a, we had a system. So, like, my aunt like Amber. Schedule. Yeah. My aunt Amber, Uncle Justin, and I kind of did, like, the night shift up until the morning. And so, I remember just texting Lacey, like, hey, this is what's going on. Like, I would love if you could just come over. And she showed up at, like, 11 30 at night midnight and we were wide awake until 7 a.m right. and just in that time was just like my aunt because it was really hard I know I'm a nurse but like Doesn't my nursing matter. card went off I was like I can't even That's process right. medications right now so I got to be a daughter and so my aunt and my uncle were like amazing in that process and we had Meg and my aunt Denise but mm-hmm. everyone was just like so amazing and Julie um there was a the whole group that but at yeah. nighttime it was just I remember aunt Amber and uncle Justin just did the meds and then Lacey and I just sat by her and then yeah. hugged her we got her comfortable and so Lacey was my go-to because like her dad was on hospice that's too right. and that and that's another thing is yeah. that yeah. that group has been through everything hell. yeah yeah literally each one, yeah. each one of them and so it's super great that you guys because honestly something like this could tear people yeah. apart yeah. but instead it really grew you just it, yeah. it's just it just yeah. grows closer and closer and that mm-hmm. is yeah. amazing because yeah. you are you're like family sisters and, yeah. and Jamie and Lacey Jamie was my age when her right was yeah. she my age when her dad passed away so she kind of like knew related and, like, to and yeah helped. related that's right and helped me a lot that's right so, yeah. and that nice and it her. is continuing yeah. it, it'll be there always because yeah. you'll always have that special person and bond mm-hmm. because they've been through something similar yeah. and yeah. you might not feel you know you might not process things the same or or act the same but nobody's wrong or right here Mm -hmm. you know it's exactly it's however you deal with it is is the way you deal with it and I just feel like um you know people always tell me or they I've heard this several times time is going to heal and I'm I hate that more than anything like don't tell that that if anything it makes it like harder harder because all those milestones Mm -hmm. that they are missing or 
And I get emotional every time. And I think, oh, I'm going to be good this time. I'm going to be good. And then something triggers. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, there's you know? a lot of triggers. And I know like today I, we were, I was um, talking with um, the guy that's helping do her headstone. And it was like I had to find the picture. And just even seeing the picture, I got so emotional. It was like, a, like oh, my gosh, like I'm never going to like see – like I'm going to see her again, obviously, but like not in like present time. Like not to touch her again, not, you know. So to see pictures for me, I was like, that's a big trigger. I know it's like, and I want to see pictures, but like, it's just like a reminder because you're just in your normal daily routine and it's like, oh my gosh, like, and then you start to think, you You start to think all the first and the, not the first, but like the life events, it just hits you. And so like, I struggle at work too, like just certain things and moments through the day. So it's just like up and down. So time, time. hearing like time will hear, it's like, what? And I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that because I know it's hard. From experience, it's just not. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say that some of the triggers are, are photos. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's happy and healthy. And, yeah. and that's what, it, you know, I just was convinced that it was going to be, it yeah. was going to be okay. And, yeah. um, and, and it sucks. I mean, it really does. So I, I, I can relate to that so much. Mm-hmm. And um, um, anyway, I know that you guys have been through a lot. And oh, I do want to tell you guys too, because I think it's super important. Um, I got to experience your mom in a totally different way because um, I got to, I was working with her. So it's different personality, different, you know, um, I just got to see her every day. Mm-hmm. So it was something that you, you guys have that bond of uh, sisterhood and, mm-hmm. um, and friendships and all this other stuff. But I felt like I got something too, because I didn't know them forever and I didn't grow up here. So I kind of came in and I got to see your mom every single day yeah. in a work environment. So it was like, let's go to lunch. Let's do this. Let's, and there was highs and lows all the time because, you know, mm-hmm. um, but she always, it, it wasn't like a friendship that, that, you know, it blossomed over time. It was instant. Mm-hmm. It literally was instant. There was a connection and it was literally like, cause I remember going to your, like your graduation from high school, you know, yeah. I remember things like just, uh, just even there, like even when Kaden was born, was Kaden was born. <laughs> in the hallway. I was yeah. in the hallway because I wanted to be there for your mom. And I was yeah. just, you know, I was so there anytime. And I remember one time when your papa died, um, I was in Grand Junction in Colorado and all she said to me is I wish you were here we got in the car and we drove all night because I wanted to be there for her she doesn't say that very often you know Mm -hmm. she didn't say that she just said I wish you were here and that meant so much to me because if I could be there for her like I I, in a blink of an eye don't even you know you don't even have to ask like I Mm-hmm. I'm there. So, sorry. Anyway, um, how did you, how are you dealing with um, everything? Just the grief, the loss, the anxiety. The... Yeah. I... How do you deal with it? Because everybody asks me that and I just feel like everybody deals with it differently. So yeah. how, how do you try to do it? I definitely it? have to like stay strong in my faith and the promises that the Lord has for our life and just really staying, you know, connected because that's, I think, helping me get through the most. Absolutely. Definitely having family time. I see her. Every day. I have to. I didn't see her for two days. She's like, I haven't seen you for a while. I'm like, I'm trying. It's so important, though. Being with family, our boys, I'm... I currently, I told, I'm trying to read books, but I found a Netflix <laughs> show. So I'm just like, just yeah. to get my mind off things. And then I'm like, the healing will come. The healing will come. But I'm just like, 
I'm just doing little things to keep my mind busy. I and, like and was painting, painting bedrooms, doing certain things just to like stay right. busy and exactly. um exactly. definitely just family time, being with friends right now, our, our sisters and I love that. Um, just getting together, making it a point to be together because I think when your your mind starts going when you're alone, a hundred percent. Yeah. And how how do you deal with it, Leah? Um, the same like. I try to be with my friends as much as possible. Like, um, it's just like when you're when I'm alone or if I'm sitting at home doing nothing. That's when I'm like, okay, I have to do something. Yeah. So I find something to do. Me and my dad started going to um, church on Sunday. I love that here at the mm-hmm. at the ranch. Yeah. In the barn. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I love that, and it, yeah. it sounds like you like it. it sounds like he mm-hmm. likes it. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. really really important, I think. And it's um. I remember, still remember, still do this, um, when I'm in the car and some music triggers something. And Mm -hmm. that is always hard for me. And I like zone, just Mm -hmm. go into this trance almost of um, just remember I'm singing that song or, you know, music always triggers me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it, it, even at church, it triggers me. And so um, there's just a lot of, a lot of different things, but that always was because you're alone in the car. You just mm-hmm. have to go to the grocery store. But for whatever reason, yeah. from point A to point B, sometimes I'm like, how did I get here? Yeah. You know, because it's so, um, it's just, yeah. you're in that zone of yeah. thinking and your mind going and you're, you know, it, it's definitely yeah. hard. It's definitely. Um, so def- uh, that's the biggest thing I could I could say is yeah. keep your mind busy, mm-hmm. be around people. Um, but you're still going to have those moments. Yeah. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. It's um it's part of the, the process and, and, um, yeah, I tried, I think it was probably like a couple of days after she had passed away and did frames, um, for her pictures, for oh, gotcha. everything. And, um, I remember being in Marshall's and I think for me, the hardest thing too, is like being in public and stores and stuff. I still haven't gone to the grocery store. Devontae has to go because I, I, I remember, yeah, I, I can't do it yet. So I just remember I was in Marshall's and I was like, Obviously, I'm still broken and emotional, oh, 100%. but like feeling how I'm feeling, I'm like everyone I just felt like was like so happy in Marshalls, and I was just like, just I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm a mess, and like I just remember crying in Marshalls, yeah, Why crying. Am I, here? I don't and need I, anything. Like I remember seeing this girl that I, I went to school with, and I like needed to go hug her because I was like, I just needed to hug someone because she felt familiar. But it wasn't right. It was I walked up, and it wasn't even her, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. god, that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I just needed to hug someone, and so I told Devontae, I'm like, I can't do stores right now. So he does the grocery stores. Like, I'm not even mentally prepared. Like, I could do it in San Luis, but, like, in Napomo, I cannot do it's it. It's hard. AG is hard. But, like, just to see too many people and talk to and people. And a lot of times people don't know what to do or what yeah. to say. So they'll do, like, mm-hmm. literally they'll look at you and they'll be like, oh. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, please don't do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I so want to go, please don't do that because that is, <laughs> yeah. like, it, and yeah. I would have just ra- I run, you know, because yeah. I'm a runner. Like, I, I, I go to Salinas just to get away and, um you know, and yeah. see my nephews and be able to be around people like yeah. the little ones because they're innocent and they're sweet yeah. and they're, you know, they say funny things and I get to, you know, that, yeah. that makes me happy. Yeah. But and you're she right. Knew stores... Everyone and everyone knew her. <laughs> everybody. Like, which she is knew, great. Which she is knew great. to like check out people in Vaughn. Yes. Oh, totally. Every store. <laughs> like, and you're like, the ladies what? at the bank, yeah. everywhere. So right? like, it's, I mean, it's great. All the life she impacted, like has impacted. It's, sure. you know, it's great. It's amazing. But it's hard right right now to be, because honestly, and I'm sure this has happened to you too, is that people will come up to you because they know your mom, but you have no idea who they are. And they have this conversation with you, like you're their best friend and you're like, 
I don't know your name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you're embarrassed to say, I go, I've literally told Steve, I've talked to a girl for 20 minutes in Walmart and I don't even know her. And he goes, why did you do that? I go, how are you supposed to get out of it? Yeah. I go, I so wanted to like (laughs) run, you know, but Mm -hmm. I just, you just, is stuck in this position and you don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. And I just, in that moment too, I'm always like, okay, I'm at this place for this point for a reason right here. Just take it in that moment. So I try to be positive in like every moment, but like, it's so hard to like. Be that's positive, good and you I and you do trying. have to yeah yeah talk to yourself and talk yourself through it yeah. and stuff but um I do want to talk one last thing okay. just wrapping it up okay. and um your favorite memory <laughs> I know I know <laughs> Leah so I do you do you want to start sure okay um so I have a lot of favorite I know, memories but it's hard to but my one were like in the moment where I just saw like pure happiness and like I just remember the moment was when Caden and Kierce were born. <sighs> And I just remember, like, the picture with, like, Kaden that she had. and um, But the moment with Kierce was even – I just feel like that's the moment because she had an appointment for her feet. Um, it was related to the treatment or something she was going through. Um, and she had an appointment, but we were at the hospital. At, she was there, too, with Kierce. It was, like, 3 a.m., 3.30, we got there. Like, everyone loads up. We're, <laughs> yep. we're going to the going. hospital just because we're going to deliver. <laughs> and so um, – I just remember everyone was there and then she had a foot appointment at 10 o'clock and I was like, I got this, like my mom's going to be here and you know, so I just told my doctor, I'm like, I cannot have this baby until my mom gets back. Like it's staying in. Yeah. (laughs) You better figure it out. And Mm -hmm. I just remember it was like, she got, she got there in time, but the doctor comes in and he's like, I'm sorry. We like, we need to get him out. Like he can't stay in there anymore. She like was running down the like she was hospital. Like. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I got to text her mom. I'm coming up the elevator. So right <laughs> as she like came in, like he was born. And so I just remember like, obviously I had my bonding time. Devonte yeah. had his bonding time, but like she got him so quick in her arms and she <laughs> oh, was just like so, so happy. And so I just think like seeing her in those moments and those pictures, like it, there was just so much happiness oh, and like totally. I just I would love that moment yeah yeah was yeah like Kierce's name like based off yeah of and so Kierce too so I in the moment there's this song called Oceans and it's talking about like being fierce and um the Lord's love and mm-hmm. the journey of your life and in the moment of when I found out she had cancer that's the song sure. I was listening to oh. and so the name all into um Devante was like um what about Pierce? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I want to do something with Pierce. And then cause of my mom in that yeah. moment. Yeah. And then we won a case. They were like, Oh, Pierce, it's perfect. So too, it was like an honor to like being Pierce, Pierce. Cause that's such a powerful meaning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she loved that too. And, um, just definitely that moment. I'll always, you know, so cherish. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah. sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what if I, lo- <laughs> I know Leah's and I just love this because it so is Danelle. It's, it's so Danelle. Yes. Um, well, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know how to start this. Um, they were buying their Christmas tree yeah. in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. Um, we were buying our Christmas tree and my mom had her like heart set on this one tree, even though it looked like all the other trees in the lot. She wanted this like certain one. And so she was like telling me all about it. And she was telling my dad to come here so we could get it. And then this guy hears her like, cause she was like yelling that it was a perfect tree and that she wanted <laughs> she this was, tree. Yeah. So this guy goes over and he like takes the tag off the tree because and so now my mom saw that and she was like, he stole my tree with every <laughs> F word word. Oh, I'm sure. And then my please, dad, please, I guess, please. said he was. Yeah, like, my dad's Merry going around. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> like 
<laughs> she so, obviously did not get that tree. No. Nope. But she got one that looked exactly It was like pretty. <laughs> the tree was so pretty. Yeah. So I but guess that's not the, said, one like, sorry wanted, to the guy. not the one she wanted. Sorry but, to the guy if he's yeah. watching. <laughs> that was like like the funniest memory. And yeah. just like the And ba- it literally was just a month ago. Uh, yeah. A months ago. Yeah. And yeah. then just the basic like her happiness at my basketball games and yeah, she was always decked all out. my here. FFA events and sporting events. So yeah, fair, fair, <laughs> definitely fair. That oh, was like her. That was her zone. Yeah, that was her week. zone. Well, fair week. She took all work off and like that was like oh, her. That no was one messed with her. That no, is her no. Thing. That was her thing. Because remember, I worked with her, so yeah. she's yeah. like that week. Yeah. I have off. I don't know what you're doing. But yeah. I said, well, we better close the uh, close the office because <laughs> yeah. I got to be there too. And she's like, oh yeah. And if I remember right, we had to go get Aaron and Miss Leah because they were like picketing and doing their little oh I gosh, eat beef yeah. you know I was like she goes oh, what are you doing oh yeah and she's like I gotta go get Leah and so who do we see Aaron's <laughs> he's totally... right in the middle of it like and I'm right there video and I'm like yes Aaron you, <laughs> you go <laughs> so it's literally they have these yeah. signs that say eat we eat yeah, beef or whatever that. it is and it's on the back of like a Budweiser thing it's... I'm like oh my gosh here I that was a think great that fair memory that was sure. a great fair memory because yeah. seriously like I go I'm going up there with your mom to go get Leah and mm-hmm. I see Aaron I'm like you are in the middle of this yeah. anyway so we laughed so hard because that is just typical of fair time yeah. you know yeah. and, and that's you know. I met Ryan there for my first time too we were I don't know if you remember this scene but we were watching it you know the auction or some show in the pig barn Oh, in that, yeah. that bigger area. Yes. And I remember I had Caden. And were you showing? I don't know if you were showing. Were you showing? Or maybe your mm-hmm. first year. And hi, I'm Ryan. <laughs> I just remember meeting Always him. Always. Yeah, Ryan Tucher. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> and you probably had saw him. 15 yeah. other times before yeah. that exactly yeah. but that moment oh he was God. wanting to I was like himself. I wouldn't be friends with him because I don't think we I don't know if we had met yet though I don't know we probably have but okay. um but then I just remember like oh I want to be friends with him like oh. he's so fun he is but he yeah is. fair has like so many memories oh yeah. so many memories so much fun so many awesome things but I do have to say like Ryan I always say he's just one of a kind like mm-hmm. one of a kind but I have to say with Danelle she's just one of a kind there's no one like her no one that will ever be like her and she is just one of a kind like god doesn't make two of them like that they're just but they got they were so close together Mm -hmm. you know and um they really really had a connection so i i I treasure that so much so anyway um i think we'll wrap it up is there anything else you guys would like to say um okay well thank you guys so much for being here thank you thank you yeah and thanks we got to honor your mom today we got to um to just to talk about her and i love everything about that so anyway i just want to end and say attitude is everything thank you you've been listening to 17 strong victories don't come by accident to be part of the show make a donation or request more information go to 17strong.org that's s-e-v-e-n-t-e-e-n strong.org